Hi, welcome to our podcast, Like Jasper. My name is Sarah Calvin, and I'm your host, along with my fabulous cousin, Brittany Gonzalez. Our podcast comes from a scripture found in Revelations 4.3, where in John's vision, he attempts to describe the indescribable image of Christ and says he is like Jasper. Our hope is to be more like him daily and come alongside of you to encourage and build you up in your faith. Join us on today's episode of Like Jasper. Hi. 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 So this is our third part of (laughs) forgiveness. And we feel certain we should be able to wrap it up at this last part. But there's just so much that we needed to unpack for you guys and for ourselves. Um, But do we want to do a quick recap or just go on? Okay. Um, If you want to do the recap, you go for it. (laughs) I know my brain is so I just I I just man I was trying to do that for you too because that's where my brain was man okay (laughs) all right so and it's been a week ago and we are honestly doing them all together but the point is that God commands us to forgive um God gives us the power through him to do that he doesn't ask Mm -hmm. us to do it on his own on our own there is um you know, freedom that he wants for us that comes and that one of the schemes of the enemy is to keep us in unforgiveness. We have talked about the fact that forgiveness is not saying it's okay. Forgiveness is about uh, sending it away, giving it to God, allowing um, him to be God and to do what only he can do. And that um, I think Again, they're letting everybody know that there are many different uh, original words for forgiveness, and they all have kind of unique spins on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, and, and they help us. Like, I'm, we're going to put it up for you guys to see so you can kind of meditate on that. And then and when, we, when she says put it up, that means on the face. Oh, sorry. Page, yeah. It's called Like Jasper. <laughs> Yes. In case you're just not a faithful, like, know every detail of my brain person, (laughs) then that is also a helpful information to have. And then um, Sarah mentioned this thing about forgiveness really being a flow and it coming um, from God to God, like uh, this river that is a life to him. And then it becomes an overflow in our life. We thought about... um, being faithful and just to forgive, which Sarah, I didn't realize that was the exact scripture you had recently read right before I said that about, um, yeah. Anyways, our brains are not yeah. doing so good. So let me not try to <laughs> recall. Um, but, but, Romans. Uh, Romans. could have been, uh, <laughs> could have been, okay. it was in the Bible and I'm sure of that. That's all <laughs> I can tell you at this point. But, but now we just want to get to uh, maybe just a couple of more testimonies. I know I have a testimony I want to share. And then um, I want to go to the practical and what, again, what is forgiveness really? And the word I said in the other podcast, so if you guys were just on a cliffhanger, don't worry, 
I'm not going to leave you hanging. Um, <laughs> it's, I said that, you know, Jesus on the cross, I was remembering, and it was in Luke 23, 34, where he says, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I was betting that it was the translation that says to send it away, to give it up, to keep it no longer. And it is, it is that one. Um, it, that is what he's telling. He's asking his father for the people who are crucifying him. Send this. No, it says, send the sin away. I'm going to say it like that. Send their sin away to, I bid it to go away or to depart. I, um, I, I ask that it expire to let it alone, disregard it, omit it, neglect it. Um, give up this debt, Keep it no longer. Let it die. Leave it behind. Abandon it. Um, let it become, leave it destitute. Um, I just love that. That is so good to my heart. Um, that It is so good. I love, I love it when there's, you know, sometimes I take scripture and I replace it, the word like you or something with my name. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that with the word forgiveness because that word there had so many deeper meanings when you um, went to the original Greek translation. And so I love that you just replace that scripture with the multiple meanings of that root word. That's so neat to hear it like that. Yeah, I, I think it just helps us because forgiveness is not of us. It is of God and it is... Um, it's what he's called us to through him, not by ourselves yeah. through when we know what he means for us to do. And I, again, I love, I didn't say this part again, but it says that that word, the Ephemi, the one that I just described all those meanings, it comes from the root word, which is an intense form of to go. And I think that's so interesting that it's not just to to go. It's an intense form of to go. (laughs) Like, get out of here. I mean, to me, that that almost sounds like a command. Like, go. Get out. You know, Uh, like, leave. Yeah. Not just, oh, do you mind scooting out of the way, please? Yeah. It's not that. It's an intense go, go. Yeah. That's so true. It's a command. And you already pointed out that forgiveness of itself is a command. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. That's so true. Um. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, if you want to start us out with your testimony, I would love to hear what you wanted to share. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, Lord, you're going to have to help me. So <laughs> I have had so many people and like we talked about in the other podcast, we know that forgiveness is not just for forgiving, you know, uh, things that maybe don't have a huge root in like evil, right? Like maybe just forgiving somebody for this or, or for whatever. And then there's forgiving for people who have um, hurt you and caused trauma and who continue to, and they're not sorry and all of that. And, um, you know, I think about church hurt too, you know, and I think about the deception of that and those kind of things. And I think about uh, just all the things. And we just want to again, recognize that the, what we're calling you to do is not just for the mundane, but for the deep and for the hurt. And so I wanted to share, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to share it because coded because of all the people that might listen. I don't want to be, I don't think that 
a testimony about forgiveness means that you air everybody's dirty laundry about how you forgave them, right? Like that's not productive. But at the same time, in some of these occasions with those people that they would feel comfortable that I share something so you could see what God actually, what capacity God gives you to forgive, what, how big that was, right? But in Mm -hmm. this, this specific situation, I don't think God has, has called me to that. So I'll just say this, that I did not realize I, I recently went through just like a healing journey with some sweet, Mm -hmm. sweet ladies. It ended up being like a seven hour prayer meeting. And, um, God really just showed me the dark crevices of, of unforgiveness that I had had in my heart that I just, again, as in the other podcast did not know, I did not know. Um, and, and yeah, um, So this one came from two people that I needed to forgive. And with the other ones, as we were going through forgiveness, you, you say it out loud that you forgive them and that you forgive yourself because that's a huge one to forgive yourself. And then, and then you start going through and you start uprooting the emotions. I forgive them um, for the hurt, for the abandonment, for the deception, for all of these things that are, yeah, for the lies, for lying, for jealousy, for whatever it is, the feelings that came along because of the thing that needs to be forgiven. And you take them and you literally do this symbolic act of laying them, you know, handing them over, taking them from your heart into your hands and handing them over to Jesus. And, um, with everybody else that I had to do that with, uh, afterwards, this is why I said in the first podcast, I don't really know how the emotions play. I don't really know the truth of that because I don't see a lot in scripture about emotion tie being tied to the forgive, um, the forgiveness, I guess I should say. But for me, because this act of forgiveness involved taking those emotions themselves and handing them over to God at the end of it for many of all of the other ones there was just a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and then it leads you to say you know I bless so and so and then God gives you the words to bless them with and that freedom was different before than anything I'd experienced but with these two people um the lady that was praying with me asked me, okay, now how do you feel? And I sat there for a moment to just let the Lord reveal to me. And I still felt frustrated. And so she wouldn't leave it there. And before I would have left that because I believe like, oh, the feelings will follow. Like you've said that you forgive them. Um, You know, you've said the words, but she did not. She said, okay, God's not done here. And she asked God to reveal the root of it. So I sat there in silence, just praying and asking God to show me where the root of this unforgiveness came in. And, you know, Sarah, that really goes back to you to what you talked about as a daily thing because something was planted and it and I watered it and I didn't even know I was watering it in fact I actually believed I was not so this is why you have to have God do this for you because your heart is deceitful and and it lies to you period that's why I do feel like um your emotions should follow the forgiveness. I do feel like God wants to heal your emotions too, uh, but I yeah. don't have scripture for that. So I, I'm just being cautious about it. Um, I don't. Well, I think that when you truly forgive someone, it's done through the Holy Spirit. And, and if it's done through the Holy Spirit, we know that the Holy Spirit brings hope. It brings peace. It brings joy. Uh, joy. It brings 
all of these things. So I do think that it is tied into the emotions, even if there's not necessarily scripture that says, when you forgive, you will have peace. You know, there's not necessarily like that, but there is scriptures that back up, you know, through the Holy Spirit and through the power, um, through freedom and salvation and all that. And I think it's a part of the process. I think so. I, I, I receive that. I appreciate that. I'm just always wanting to be super careful about what I, you know, what I say and that it's, if it's founded on the word of God, I'm going to shoot it from, you know, shoot it. I'm going to shout it from, (laughs) from, I'm not going to shoot you with the word of God. I promise. I'm going (laughs) to shout it from the roof as much as you may want to. (laughs) Uh, It's just not effective, but yeah, but, but I do know (laughs) I can only, I go back to my favorite scripture and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So I, I think what Sarah just said is valid. And I think that my testimony is that as a person who is highly emotional and that the enemy has twisted my emotions before God set me free from the pain of it. God mm-hmm. set me free from the hurt and the angst and the frustration and the mm-hmm. wanting to tell you, you know, like, I just need you to know my side of the story. you know. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so when, whenever I told her going back to that, she said, God's not done. Let's reveal the root. I sat there and I waited and I waited and the Lord, you know, in my mind, again, we're talking about how God talks to you. He didn't say in words, but in my mind, the words spirit of offense came to my mind. And I realized, and that was one of the things that I said that I just don't have, like, that's not my character nor, you know, like I didn't realize that was the root of it. And God brought me back to the very first moment where um, something that these had done had hurt me. And it came from a spirit of offense and there was a lie entangled in it. And God revealed to me why I took that so personally. Um, It devalued me. It it always, it, it had, and I didn't know that that's what a lie would do. It devalued me. And um, then it, I, I, I allowed that to harbor. And there was also, you know, the things that were said and done also touch somebody that I love. And I go into a protective mode. Again, that's not my job. And God, you know, and I'm not, and not only is it not my job, because that just sounds like, okay, that's not your job. Get Stay in your own lane. But I also want to free some of you from the fact that it's not your responsibility. That's mm-hmm. not yours to carry. That's not your burden to carry, um, to protect everybody and anybody that you love. This idea of mama bear spirit, you know what I mean? That is a yeah. sinful thing. And we can talk about that at some point. Um, protecting and, and stewarding the gift of your children is not a sin. But when you allow your flesh to run you, that is a sin. Um, so anyways, all that, I he uprooted it for me. He showed me the root of it. Mm-hmm. And so I renounced it. I renounced the power and authority that I had given to this spirit of offense. And this, um, you know, this idea that I had allowed myself to kind of uh, accept and give authority. And I, you know, said, no, no more. I will no longer accept that. That's not true. Here's God's truth, spoke God's truth over. And again, I said the words of forgiving them. And then, um, she asked me and she, she shared with me this sweet, sweet little prayer lady. She said, God wants you to thank him for them in your life. And I just want to pause right here because for anybody who's hurt you, you can, you can get a good uh, thermometer weather vane 
uh, uh, speedometer, whatever gauge, this is a gauge of your forgiveness. If you can thank Jesus for that person in your life, for the person who was your abusive husband, for the, for the perpetrator who raped you, for the uh, mother who didn't protect you from incest after you told her from, um, the boyfriend who, really took advantage of you and you lost your virginity to and then walked away, you know, from that kind of hurt. If you can say to God, thank you for that person in my life, I would submit to you that that is a gauge of how much you've allowed the Holy Spirit in to that place to forgive. And so I did, I thanked God for them. And then she said, God wants you to thank him for what he has taught you through this experience experience. And so I did, I said that. And then she said, now it's time to bless them. And so I blessed them. And when I say that I blessed them blessing, we're, we're going to do a podcast about blessings and curses because it is so important and um, it's so deep, right. But we don't really talk about it a lot. It sounds like a weird sort of thing. And it's, it's, a I don't know, it's just a lot, but when I blessed them, the thing that the Lord asked me to bless them with, that's it too. That's kind of a new, that was a new thing for me. I don't go around saying like, honestly, I say bless you when you sneeze. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just where I'm at with a blessing, you know, or, um, you know, I don't even think I say have a blessed day. I don't think I say that because I think it's weird, but, but <laughs> sorry to everybody who does. <laughs> I just said that I thought it was weird. I just feel weird when I say it. I just feel, I don't know. So I, as far as my uh, cognizance, blessings go it's about god bless you when you sneeze and that's it um but in this when i said i bless them there's this pause and i let the lord speak to me about what does he want me to bless them with because our words have power again this is going to have to go into another podcast and do you know what he asked this what he asked me to bless them with what the joy of their salvation Uh and it broke me when that those words came to my mind and I said them out loud as soon as I did I began to cry and do you know what happened he reminded me of all of these very sweet sweet precious memories that I had long since forgotten I didn't remember it about them because uh, I with had person with those people yes with yeah. those people that I had completely forgotten it was nowhere in my mind and he brought them all back and so I do want to say that to you guys that when you obey this command of the Lord not only mm-hmm. will you be blessed with a freedom but he's going to bless you in other ways and some of those ways are that each one of us has a calling and a, and and gifts in our life and when you hold on forgiveness those are on mute I, I would I would submit to you that maybe they're not even active in your life because you're you're aligning yourself with darkness and you're aligning yourself with lies and you can't see clearly because there's a veil and so when you release it not only does he want to bless you with forgiveness but he wants to bless you with all the other things he has for you and this is the key to that this is one key to that door um yeah. and so I all the hurt and all of the things that I felt for these individuals, it's gone now and it's replaced with love. Do I, you know, do I still recognize what happened? It wasn't okay. Do I still? Yes. But that doesn't seem to matter anymore. Right. And, and that's what I would say is that right now it matters so much to you guys, whoever's holding this, 
unforgiveness. And and that was my experience. But once you give it to God, the weight and the power of it, it, it's no longer the same. It's just not the same. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Um, so I have a question for you and I don't want to put you on the spot, No, that's okay. (laughs) but as I was listening to you, um, you said at first you had, you know, you, you forgave them. And then she asked, you know, what did she say? How do you you bless them? No, she said, how do you feel feel when you think about them? Okay. So do you think that your true forgiveness came when you said the words or when you experienced being able to bless them and have these sweet memories? When do you think the true forgiveness happened in your heart? The second one. I think that I was being obedient and I think that God honored that, but he wasn't done. And I think we make Mm -hmm. the mistake of thinking that it's okay to keep those feelings, but I think Mm -hmm. that's a stronghold. I think that was a stronghold that I held on to. It was like I said, it was like I was pulled to the left and to the right. You know, I was like, here's this over here. Here's the forgiveness, but I'm going to keep my emotions from the unforgiveness. And what mm-hmm. that eventually brings you back into is unforgiveness. Because I want to also tell the listeners, this was probably my 10th or 20th time forgiving. And never that did the emotions. Yes. And never did yeah. the emotions ever go away. Now, there, there would be moments of release there would be moments of like okay I'm good with this I'm at peace with this but then they would do something again and it would just boom come right back up Mm -hmm. and there and I'm not saying that you aren't allowed to feel something because of that but when there's true for and maybe um no you know what I'm gonna go ahead and say because I've I've been in contact with um one of the individuals and they you know did the same thing and I didn't feel what I used to feel what I did Mm -hmm. feel was a call to prayer I did right. feel a call to, to empathy. Yes. Or, and not as like yeah. taking it personal and feeling devalued and feeling like I had to speak my piece, you know? So I do think that your when I forgave them fully, mm-hmm. when I submitted, I, I didn't just hand the forgiveness statement of releasing them. I also took the one that had my emotions and I handed that over. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's a hard thing to Mm -hmm. do because it's really easy just to say, I forgive that person, Mm -hmm. but it's a completely different thing when you not only forgive the person, but you also are released from it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that is when you know there's true forgiveness. And I have said, I forgive the person so many times, Mm -hmm. but I've only released it, you know, probably half of the times that I've actually (laughs) said, I forgive that person. And you're right. It is a huge difference between the two, Mm -hmm. you know, it really is. It's so interesting. And I would say that when we get to the practical side of this, because I know you have a few more points you want to share, but that Mm -hmm. that's one of them, the steps, one of those, those are kind of how the steps go in line, but I'm glad you asked that question. I think that, um, I think the listeners needed to hear that, that I don't think I truly forgave because I'll I'll say this to the other reason, not just because of them, but because with everybody else, all I had left to give was the forgiveness. The emotions Mm -hmm. had already dissipated because it was so long ago. And so when I said I forgave, I didn't have anything but peace because there was no emotions left there. I think the fresher something is, the more recurrent or the more whatever in your life, then the longer 
and the more emotions you have to uproot and you have to, you know, hand more over where with a few of the other ones, it was just like, I forgive them and I forgive myself and it's done. And I felt peace and goodness and I was able to bless them easily. But with these others, it it needed to, I needed, I hadn't submitted my emotions as well. Yeah. Well, so I think that's the answer. I think that there is an emotional change when you truly forgive someone because forgiveness, unforgiveness is a sin, Mm -hmm. right? We know that unforgiveness is a sin. Mm -hmm. So if you have not truly forgiven, there is going to be roots of bitterness Mm -hmm. or um, traces of ungodly harvesting in your heart, whatever those feelings will be Mm -hmm. but when you have truly forgiven someone you have been released from that freedom i mean from that sin and now you have the peace there's the joy there's the love there's Mm -hmm. all these things that you could not feel towards that person until then and so i don't think that you could truly forgive someone and still be bitter towards them or that you've truly forgiven them but no i can't bless them i don't think those correspond i think that you have to that's a good way to test yourself. Yeah. Have I truly forgiven this person? Well, I've said I have forgiven them, but I can't bless them. Well, then I don't think there's true forgiveness there. And you need to bring that back to the Lord. Yeah. You know, that's like a good test. Yeah. For you. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, that's the gauge. There's your thermometer. Mm-hmm. Can, can you, yeah. or whatever, but, and I, w- I want to say this too, that this, these were the words that I spoke out loud just for our listeners too, that if you want to get along with God and do this, um, It's, I said, any hurt, bitterness, resentment, anger, offense, feelings of abandonment, betrayal, neglect, rejection, deception, manipulation, control, or judgment. All Mm -hmm. of those things. But then as I sat there, you, you know, I sat there in prayer and said, God, what other feelings, what other things come up? And he revealed many of them. And that's where he showed me again that there was a spirit of offense that came in. Mm -hmm. And when that, when, when, when I say came in, I mean, is attacking you is holding you hostage. He you've given the enemy an authority that he does not have on your life. And then you're just plagued by it. And these emotions continue. So I, I agree that I think, and that, that'll just be our how to, that'll be our, our, what do we do? Because we, we have that for you because we always, we never, we want to come to you with practical things too. We want to share right. the word and our experience, but then, okay, what, give, break it down for me and like ABCs. Okay. Cause I need that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very much so for me. I'm, I'm a very much like, okay, I need a, a list. I need, a yep, list. I need a picture and a, I need a coloring <laughs> yeah. crayon. Otherwise yep. I don't get it. <laughs> Absolutely. I also think that forgiveness looks different in different situations and even with different people. Absolutely. Right? I kind of think about the prodigal son, uh, the one who came back, he had gone away, spent all the money, did all the things. And when it came back, the father gave an outpouring of forgiveness to him and celebrating him and all the things. And the other brothers like, Hey, like, yo, I've been here the whole time. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that the, the father, you know, he, he was like, well, there's been a, basically a daily flow of forgiveness for you and a mm-hmm. daily blessing for you you've been you know? under my so, care you've been yeah everything i have care. is yours yes right so i think too that we need to just recognize too that there sometimes there's that daily 
okay, I recognize kind of like that, what we were talking about, the Abram and Lot thing, right? Abram recognized, okay, this is a place that's beginning to start take root. I don't want to harvest this. I don't want this Mm -hmm. to take a deeper root. I'm going to go ahead, bring this before Lot, and we're going to figure this out because I don't want this to become, right? He Mm -hmm. started it at a very early on recognizing it, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's that daily, okay, you know, my husband didn't put his laundry in the basket (laughs) that daily. And then other times it's like, this thing from the past or this thing that just happened yesterday or whatever today, even that was really, really hard emotionally, physically, all of those things. And that could be the outpouring of, all right, this is not just like a daily, like do, do, do this is like, this needs an outpouring of Mm -hmm. forgiveness from my heart because it is such a painful thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So every, the forgiveness will look different for different people in different situations. And I think that's um, important to, to kind of recognize in keeping your heart and mind too. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. And I think, you know, just rec- the big, the biggest is take it before God and trust that he's going to show you, he's going to yeah. help you get through it. And mm-hmm. then he's going to use that to bless others. So yeah. don't keep it to yourself, you know, share, share, share what God, how God has freed you from something. Cause we need, we need that, um, together. Yeah, for sure. We absolutely do. We need that. And, um, I also think it's important for ourselves to, cause it's a part of forgiveness as well, but a different side of it that we need to be quick to confess and apologize when we need forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, because what better way to create an opportunity for forgiveness than by inviting it in ourselves? Absolutely. That's a very good point. And I don't want us to just focus on forgiving others, which of course is a huge part of it, but also to be quick to do that on the other side. I have to apologize to my kids and my husband on a regular basis. Yeah, I was going to say daily. Daily. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did that just, um, I, and, and the apology though, I think that's its own thing to talk about because when you mm-hmm. apologize, you can't, you can't add a, but yeah, you know, yeah. you can't, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you really frustrated me. No, you're not right. sorry. <laughs> nope. That's not sorry. That's right. not <laughs> repentance. That's like, I'm just blaming you for how mm-hmm. I acted poorly. And, uh, so I, <laughs> Oh, man, I, you know, all of these topics just genuinely need their own space here because that uh, (laughs) forgiveness and saying, I'm sorry, when you Mm -hmm. hear somebody say they're sorry and then blame you, that's not, I'm sorry. And do not receive that in your heart, that it's your fault, because no matter what you did, even when you did wrong and you are in the wrong, those people, I, me, you, Sarah, we all have a choice, our actions. Mm-hmm. So I, I think about uh, my little girl actually got um, my seven-year-old. She got uh, she got hit in the face at a park um, by another little girl who was angry at her. And the first, the, what it came down to was the little other little girl, everybody around said this didn't happen. But the other girl who was older than her said that my daughter had grabbed her by the arm. And so her response to that was to hit my daughter. My daughter's mm-hmm. response was not to hit her back. So we, what do we see here? We see that my daughter supposedly did something that caused physical harm. Okay. And then that little girl chose to hit her. And then my little girl chose not to hit her. It was the same action, 
But my child's choice at that point um, was not to hit back, but it was the same input coming in, right? Like if I Mm -hmm. scream at you, you have a choice how you respond to that. That's not negating whether or saying that what screaming was right, but we all make our own choice and we cannot blame others for our actions because nobody reached in my throat and pulled that venom and scream back out at you. You know, <laughs> nobody took my daughter's hand and slapped that other girl in the face. Like that mm-hmm. didn't happen. She had a choice how she wanted to react. So when somebody apologizes to you, especially I think about um, just all the people that I love that have been in narcissistic relationships they apologize but then they blame the other person please do not receive that as a genuine apology if they can't say that they're sorry for their actions without telling you it's your fault that's not an apology and you should not take responsibility even if what you did was wrong like this hitting situation I'm trying to say the hitting was wrong but they still chose you still choose how you want to respond to that an apology should be I'm sorry that I yelled at you It doesn't matter if I had already asked you 10 times to pick up this. I didn't have to yell at you. That was my choice. Yeah. Well, even, even if, even on the, going back to the forgiveness side of that, even if you don't see a true repentance. Yes, yes, yes. There is still, you still need to have a true forgiveness. You do. I just meant don't accept, I, you're right. I don't mean to per se that don't accept what they're saying. No, I didn't think it. you were saying oh, okay, that. Good. Okay, good. Okay, good. That. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, I just mean don't receive an apology as a, a, a open door for you to be blamed for something that messes with your mind. You forgive them through Christ and with Christ, not because they deserve it or what they did was right or because they're remorseful or because they're repentant. You don't forgive because they're repentant that's not why you forgive you know or how you yeah. forgive I just meant like oh the idea of that is its own thing <laughs> whole another podcast mm-hmm. a whole other day <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Brittany what some what are some tangible ways that we can forgive that you can that the Lord has put on your heart okay so the first one is you have to start saying it out loud Sarah already shared that Mm -hmm. scripture. I think it was in James confessing your, your faults, your sins. You need to start talking it out loud to God first and then to godly counsel. And he will start to reveal, especially if you are a Christian, you'll start to see how the things you're stating don't align with his truth. And Mm -hmm. if you keep them in your head, you don't recognize that as well. Um, So that's number one. And then, The other one too, when I say godly counsel, I also want to say that when you've experienced big trauma in your life, therapy is a really good idea. You need to get what I I encourage a Christian therapist. I encourage you to go and talk to somebody about things that you've had in your life so that you can um, begin to uproot where that came from and, and all of that. Um, Sometimes uh, therapists are very expensive, and if you can't afford one, a great place to start would be going to a local church and Mm -hmm. see if they have any services that they offer. Yeah, many of our churches don't advertise, but they do have connections to therapists, Mm -hmm. or they have in their own uh, members are therapists, and so they... They do things like that. But even if you just can talk to your pastor, um, that's a thing. You know, go and talk to a trusted source that's going to give you godly wisdom. I never think it's a good idea to go to worldly wisdom because it's not the same uh, it's worldly. And so it doesn't hold the same power and it's not uh, um, in obedience to Christ. So say it out loud, 
to God, to godly counsel. And then once he starts to reveal to you uh, that the places where you're hurt or the places where unforgiveness is, you need to renounce that and say, I'm done with that. I'm no longer going to hold that in. I'm going to give it to you. Um, And then, and then you need to sit there, I think, and maybe it's over the course of time, you know, maybe it's not just one day. I don't know exactly what that picture looks like for everybody, but ask God to reveal to you what other emotions and what other places that you're still kind of fleshly holding on to so that you can hand that over to him too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I hand over my control, the need to, to want to, uh, make this better and make this justified, right. you know, whatever it is, he will show you. If you ask him, he will show you. And then like we just talked about a good gauge is that you can thank God for them in your life. Thank God for the lessons that you've learned and bless them. When you do that, if you can actively do that, bless those who curse you, bless those who curse you, you are aligning yourself with God's word. You are aligning yourself with blessings to flow. You're aligning yourself with freedom and you're aligning yourself for like his glory to be on you. Um, and, and that is why you do it. And it, and it also says, what is the scripture that says you, you heat coals of fire on their head when you forget? Mm, yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, I don't know if that's where you're at in your heart and you have to start there. Like I want coals of fire or whatever you need to do. <laughs> start there. Um, and, and let God uproot that because I'm telling you from someone who was bound, you want to be free as much as you think you yes. don't want to forgive. You do. You want this side. You do. You want this side. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have any other practicalities or you have any? Well, you pretty much nailed them all in the head. (laughs) I had, (laughs) I had pray. Yes. You know, first pray, get your heart aligned. Yes. Then I had, um, speak it out loud, just like you Mm. were saying, speak it out loud. I had speak it out loud to God, speak it out loud to others, Mm. lay it at the table. Mm. I also had admit it, Mm. um, admit that you're harvesting it within you admit, um, either I would encourage you to admit it out loud. Mm -hmm. Out loud is so powerful y'all. Yeah, it really is because uh, the enemy just wants you to internalize mm-hmm. and press it down and all the things. Um, and then I had to um, release it, to let it go, just like you were saying, give it over to God. Um, I had replace, once you release it, to replace that area in your heart where you released it. And now there's that empty space with scripture. Fill mm-hmm. that heart with scripture. Fill your mind. You could look up a bunch. There's so many scriptures mm-hmm. on forgiveness. Um, but if you can't fill, if you don't want to go there, there's also blessings and blessings and yes. joy and I mean, right, billions of scriptures that you could just start filling your heart and mind with. And then I also had continue to forgive. Yes. Um, sometimes, right, that we forgive or release and then little things start to creep up mm-hmm. and the enemy likes to try to you know manipulate us and try to capture us back again mm-hmm. and i go back to you know matthew the 70 times seven mm-hmm. right how many times do you need to forgive mm-hmm. <laughs> seven times nope 70 times seven right yeah um and then I had the blessing, pray blessing over those who hurt you. Um, Luke 6, 27 and 28 talk about that, to bless those who hurt you, um, love your enemy. Mm-hmm. And then um, with that, with the blessing, I had um, the Lord put on my heart that 
of course, we speak blessings like what you were saying over someone once you have forgiven them. But that very first blessing is forgiveness. Yes. That is the very first blessing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can bless them with, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. (laughs) And and the blessing, the first blessing that God gave me for my heart, for the people that I forgave was actually Mm -hmm. the opposite of what the pain was that they called. So I bless them with self-control. I bless them as a peacemaker. I bless them. You know what I mean? So you, you, and it wasn't done like out of, Oh, well they they really need to get right. It was a place of like sweetness. Like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's another, another check in your heart. Like, okay, am I just saying this because they really need this? And, oh, goodness, Lord, they, these people, they really need that. So please bless them with that, right? So <laughs> that's true. another way to check yourself. Like, okay, is this a true forgiveness or not? Yeah, yeah, yep. I agree. I have... <laughs> and then the last one that I put down was the Holy, is um, let it be Holy Spirit led. Yes. Right. Um, because that, really, that should be at the beginning. But just make sure that you're not trying to do it on your own no you weren't intended to do it and you can't do it on your own nope, so allow the holy spirit to just swarm over you yeah and i um i love that all of that is good and i forgot one step and i think you nailed it when you said like confess it I, you also have to ask the lord for forgiveness for having unforgiveness yes. forgive me yes. for having harboring this but the, i think if we're okay i want to end on that scripture I mean the I'm sorry the original Greek word of the of the one that is to send away to bid mm-hmm. because yeah. I want to really highlight the areas where we see that we already know that we saw it with the paralytic man and his sins forgiven we saw that we saw that term whenever Jesus's followers left behind their life that word mm-hmm. was used there we saw it with the forgiving our debt as uh, forgive our debts as we forgive others who debt against um yeah, sorry. You know what I'm trying to say, everybody help me. Yeah. And then we saw it just now to right now uh, with Luke 23, 34, where Jesus asked God to forgive them when he's on the cross because they don't know I what they're doing. I literally was about to say that one. That's so crazy. Yeah. The Bible's open to that and I have it big circle because yeah. I was going to say that when you're done. Yes. Yeah. So there's that one, which is the one, you know, I bet on, is this the right one? Is that the one? And I know it is because that's the model that God's asking you to do here mm-hmm. is to let it go. But the other ones that I think you need to realize are really powerful that are the exact same ones are, are uh, not, I'm sorry, is the exact same word. It's not the exact same example. Matthew 15, 14, when Jesus says, let them alone, they are blind leaders of the blind. And that's where he's talking about the Pharisees and all that. It says, let them alone. That word forgive that's using to, tra- I mean, the word uh, a that's used to translate to forgive in, in these other senses it's for the let them alone version of that to go yeah. in an intense form of to go, to let it go. Right. And then the other one is the 70 times seven. That word is forgive. And it means to send it away, to give it up, to keep it no longer. And then Matthew eighteen twenty seven, master moved with compassion, released him. Mm-hmm. It's loosed, set free, bid to depart, send away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it said that he forgave him his debt. That was the parable. Um, so you have in that same scripture, the word released, which means loose, set free to bid to depart and the forgive one that we're talking about that I keep saying the fame one that is to give it up, 
to, to abandon it, to let it go. And that's the crux of what God's asking you to do. And these are scriptures that are really powerful, um, that talk about forgiveness in that way. And that's what he's, he wants you to give it to him. He doesn't want you to say it's okay. He doesn't want you to justify it. He doesn't want you to rationalize why it happened. He just wants you to give it to him through him mm-hmm. and through his power, flow that back to him. So yeah. That's yeah. all I got. I love that. That's all amazing. And this is, I feel like the Lord is speaking to me, you know, through all of this too. too. It's definitely not just, oh, this is, I'm all good. I have nowhere in my life that needs forgiveness. Yeah. Like I'm not preaching. Like I, the Lord is revealing things to me through all of this. And that's so neat. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. Well, Brittany, would you like to pray us out? Yes, I will. Uh, Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for this time together again. And we thank you for how you've just opened up Sarah and I's heart too to reveal um, places where we, we need more of you and more understanding. And we just thank you for the richness of your word. We thank you the, for the abundance of your grace. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. And we thank you that there's nothing that you've called us to do in this life that you haven't said that you'll walk with us and give us the power to do with you. And so we just give you honor and glory for that. And I just pray for the listeners that are taking this in right now. And even as they hear it, the enemy is trying to trick and deceive. I just, um, I just speak against that. And I speak for you to open their hearts um, and help them to receive the freedom and the grace, um, the life that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We declare over you God's word. Ephesians 1.17 I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better.